Hey, Redemption. This is Pastor Trevor. This podcast, I want to pick up on James 4. The last podcast I did, I looked at James 4, 1 to 3, and the infection of worldliness. Today, I want us to see the cure for worldliness. As we look at verses 4 to 6, you see the problem with worldliness. James 4, 4 to 6 says this, You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says, He yearns jealously over the spirit that he's made to dwell in us, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. James makes it clear that you cannot be both pursuing God and pursuing the things of this world. In fact, James calls it adultery. Since you love God while being in a covenant with him while pursuing other lovers, you're living for yourself and seeking the same things that those who don't know Jesus desire. You largely live your life as if God only exists to serve you and help you get what you want, and the rest of the time you barely think about him. This is adultery. When this is the case, you actually make yourself an enemy of God. The person who is a true believer will begin to come under conviction of the Holy Spirit, which makes war against his or her fleshly desires. God doesn't just want part of our devotion and worship. He wants and deserves all of our devotion and worship. When you're walking in pride, God is actively in opposition to you. However, if you humble yourself, God is gracious and he will save you from the infection of worldliness. The prescription is repentance. To repent is to quit going in the direction that you were going in and turn and go in a different direction. So what does repentance look like? As we look at verses 7 to 10, we see that there are four changes that are needed. First, a change of dominion. Verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. To submit is to place yourself under someone's authority. We are to submit to the Lord. He is the one who should have dominion over you and no one else. The rest of the verse reminds us that if we are not submitting to God, we are submitting to someone else. Make no mistake, there is no third leader. If you're not following the Lord, then you're following Satan. However, if we place ourselves under the authority of God, we are then able to resist the devil through God's power and we are told that Satan will flee from us. There's a second change needed, a change of desire. We see this in verse 8. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. In the process of drawing near to God, James shows us that our God is a gracious God. He doesn't stand there and wait for you to get there. He comes to you. Jesus' parable of the prodigal son gives us a picture of what takes place. Luke 15, 20. And he arose and came to his father, But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. As this sinful man came back to his father, the father ran to him. As we come to him, we also cast away our sinful desires. For example, you cannot love both God and money. So you become singularly focused on the Lord and repent of anything that gets in the way of your love for him and live according to his word. You cleanse your hands and you purify your hearts. The third change is needed, a change of demeanor. Verse 9 says, Be wretched and mourn and weep. 
Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. This is a picture of a person who truly understands the weight of their sin. They are broken over it. It reminds us of Peter who wept bitterly after denying Christ the third time. It is the picture of the sinner in Luke 18, 13, who said, God be merciful to me, a sinner. In this process, we see that there's also a fourth change needed, a change of disposition. Verse 10 says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. It is amazing to think that man ever could become prideful and yet all of us struggle with pride. James is reminding us that we need to come before the Lord, realizing that we are nothing. And in this context, that we are sinners deserving eternal punishment. When you come in humility, we are told that he will exalt you. This should be amazing to everyone who reads it. As we humble ourselves before the Lord, it says that He will exalt you. The picture is that of someone prostrate before a monarch, begging mercy. The monarch leans down from the throne and lifts the petitioner's face from the dust. The person rises with grateful joy, knowing that he or she is forgiven. Are you ready for the cure for worldliness? Recognize that if your heart is divided between Christ and anything else, God stands in opposition to you. However, if you follow His cure and repent, He will remarkably be there to meet you, to love you, and forgive you. Whether this is your first time repenting of your sin or the hundredth time, He is always there to run to you. What a gracious and merciful God we serve.